another day that the Lord has made and the Bible says, let us rejoice and be glad in this day. This is a day that we have never seen before. And you will never ever see this day again. So let's rejoice in this day. Tomorrow is another day. Let's just go to the throne of grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to teach us, to guide us, to lead us. And God, we give you glory, we give you honor for calling us out of darkness into your marvelous light. And we thank you, almighty God, for being called a child of God. And we give you glory, we praise you, we worship you, we adore you, we magnify you, Lord, because you are worthy to be praised. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the church say amen, amen, and amen. Well, today, we are teaching on the Holy Spirit, spirit of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. We are teaching on the spirit of life. In the book of Romans 8 and verse 2 says, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made the believer free from the law of sin and death. The spirit of life is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. Same, they are the same. Verse two says, verse three says that God sent his son to do what the law of flesh could not do. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his only son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Now, number one, we need to know that sin is not flesh and blood. Sin is a spirit. Sin manifests itself through flesh and blood. But sin is a spirit. That's why the law could not deal with sin. The law could only deal with sin action. But the law could not condemn sin in the flesh because the law could only deal with flesh. And sin is a spirit. The law cannot deal with spirits. Only the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, that God sent to deliver us from the control and the power of sin because sin is a spirit. Sin, uh, the Holy Spirit give us the power, when I had my lesson, to, to lay down every sin and every weight that does so easily beset us. The law could not deal with sin, but the law could only deal with sin action. I just want you to understand that sin is a spirit. Lying is a spirit. Lying spirit is manifest through flesh and blood. You want to see a lying spirit? Find a lying person that tell lies, and that is a spirit that operating through flesh and blood. You want to see a sinful spirit, any type of spirit that not pleasing to God, it operate itself through flesh and blood. The law of the flesh could not stop flesh from sinning. It was impossible for the law to stop self from sinning. Even today, when we lock people up for stealing, 
we lock flesh and blood up, but not the spirit. That person still have a stealing spirit, even though flesh and blood is locked up. But when that person is released, that same spirit of stealing is still there. The law can only lock up stealing action, but not the spirit of stealing, not the control of stealing. God said Jesus Christ, in the likeness of sinful flesh, through the Holy Spirit, he was able, his power, his supernatural power, condemned the control of sin in flesh and blood. The fruit of the Spirit. are <laughs> uh, Spirits that manifest themselves through flesh and blood. It's a spirit. That's why the Bible calls it the fruit of the Spirit. Love is a spirit that manifests itself through flesh and blood. Evil spirits are spirits that manifest themselves through flesh and blood. You want to see an evil spirit? Find an evil person. That evil person is being controlled in the flesh and blood by an evil spirit. Kindness. It's a spirit. Gentleness, it's a spirit. All these spirits work through flesh and blood. But the work of the devil, all his spirits also work through flesh and blood. And again, the law could only, only deal with flesh action but not the control of the spirit that caused flesh to act a certain way. The Holy Spirit, which we call the spirit of life, dwelling in Christ Jesus, destroyed the control over the flesh, over the sin that controlled the flesh. He destroyed the power of sin control over flesh and blood. That's why today the Bible says that this generation is without excuse. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law. We have been redeemed from the power and the control of Satan over our flesh. He can no longer control our flesh. We, we make a decision. We choose not to walk in love. We choose to lie. We choose to do all the evil things that's not pleasing to God. But we are not bondage, in bondage to the devil any longer that we cannot help ourselves. Yes, we can. Jesus Christ came and destroyed the power of sin control over flesh and blood. The Bible says in Romans 6.14, it says that sin shall not have no more dominion over your flesh and blood. You can stop sinning. The Bible declares that sin have no more control. Why? Because of what Jesus Christ has done for us in Christ Jesus. He condemned sin in the flesh. In other words, he destroyed the control of the power of sin over flesh and blood. That's right, Romans 8, Romans verse 6, Romans 6, 14 says, 
Sin shall not have. Not only sin, absolutely nothing can have the authority and the power over a child of God. I was probably so used to saying the word sin, but I'm talking about sickness, problem, uh, uh, you name it, principality, evil spirit in high places can no longer troll a child of God because the Bible said sin cannot have no more control over a child of God. He said he had no more dominion over flesh. You can stop sinning. You can stop doing anything that God said that we should stop doing. We can take off any sin that does so easily beset us that God said we ought to lay aside. We can do whatever God commanded us to do with no problem. The problem is, do you want to do it? The problem is, what do you want to do? It's not based on said of uh, the situation controlling you, what do you want? Do you want to be controlled by the situation? If you want to be controlled by the situation, it will control you. But that situation have no power, have no authority, that it can hold you in bondage because Jesus Christ have broke the power of sin and sickness and problem over our life. You can. Take off the old man. God commanded us, he says, that we are to take off, take off the old man and put on the new man, which is after Christ and his true holiness. We can. Who can stop us? We stop ourselves because we enjoy what we're doing. It's not that I cannot help myself. Yes, we can. We possess the power of the almighty God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, which is the supernatural power, unmagnificent power, dwell in the believer's spirit. We can overcome whatever come our way. We are not helpless. We are the church. We are the church, and Jesus Christ made a covenant with the church. He said, this is my church upon this rock. I'll build my church, and hell will never be strong enough to hold out against the church. Nothing can overpower the believer's spirit. Nothing can overpower the church. Nothing can overpower, when I say the believer's spirit, meaning that the spirit of God dwells in our spirit, that is supernatural power dwelling in us. And the Bible says, so we have the excellency of the power of God dwelling in us, that the power may be seen coming from what dwells in us and not from flesh and blood. Flesh and blood is no match to the enemy attack, but the power of God that dwells in us can overcome every attack of the enemy. Well, we, we are blessed people. We are blessed people. And again, I repeat this, you can lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And we can run this race with patience, the race that is set before us. Why would God command me the church, to lay aside every weight if it was impossible for the church to lay aside every weight. Oh, you can lay aside every weight. You just have to make up your mind. He said in verse 2, said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. The believer can't overcome whatever, whatever the believer wants to overcome. You can overcome it. Some of the things 
we really don't want to overcome because we enjoy doing those things. And because of that, we put up no fight. We, we stand, we do not stand against sin and the things that does so easily beset us. Some of the things we agree and they're not pleasing to God. But anytime you discover and you, the spirit of truth, bring the truth to your spirit, you can stop doing whatever God commanded us to stop doing. Because the Bible declares, listen to this, that whatsoever is born of El Shaddai can overcome the world. Whatsoever is born of the Almighty God, we are born of the Almighty God. His Spirit live in our spirit. For whatsoever is born of the Most High God, we are born of the Most High God. The power and the Spirit of the Most High God dwell within us. He said, whatsoever is born of I am that I am. For whatsoever is born of Emmanuel, God is with us. Not only is he with us, he is dwelling in us. He said, whatever is born of the Spirit of life can overcome the world. This problem that maybe you're facing today, it's no big deal. You was born to overcome the problem. The problem exists for you to overcome the problem. How will we ever know that we are overcomers? I have to overcome a problem sometime in order to believe that we are overcomers. Then the Bible said whatsoever is born of God and uh, as an overcomer. So I need a problem to find out whether I'm really born of God or not. I have to overcome something. So if you have a problem in your life and you're struggling, check your salvation out. The Bible declares that whatsoever is born of God have the power dwelling in them to overcome life. The spirit of life dwells in us. So if you're struggling to overcome and you, you, you're just going through all these changes, we need to go to read the word more, not only read the word, act on the word, the application of the word. The Bible said, if God said whatsoever is born of God is an overcomer, then when problem and situation come in your life, your first attitude and your first response should be, wait a minute, problem, you cannot overcome me. Just what it look like, what it seem like. I have power over you. I just have to make up my mind. Everything, victory and defeat starts in my mind. Do I want you to overcome? Do I want to overcome you? Or do I want you to make a slave out of me for the next 10 days? I'll make that choice. The problem does not make the choice of how long it's going to tolerate your life. You make that choice because I have authority. I'm a child of God. I'm born of God. God the Father, God the Spirit, dwelling in my spirit. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Bible said, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit of God dwelling in us, supernatural power dwelling in us. Wow, that situation is nothing but an opportunity for God to show himself strong. For an opportunity for the word of God can be manifested when God said, whatsoever is born of God overcome the world. Now the test is on. 
Now the test is on for me to see victory. To me, because I can see victory in the situation. The test is on because I'm born of God. So you have to know who you're born of. I'm not born. I'm born once of flesh and blood. But my second birth is a spiritual birth. That is the supernatural birth. That is the spirit of life. I'm born of God. This problem, this situation cannot keep me hemmed up in a corner. Oh no, I am more than a conqueror. I'm the greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. What's out there in the world? Nothing in the world can be greater than the power and the supernatural power of God. That's what God said to us. He said, whatever problem come up, whatever situation come up, always remember that you're greater than that problem. You're more awesome than that problem. Because God dwells in you, not because of your flesh and blood. It's who dwells in you. He said a greater one dwells in you. And God will never create a problem that is greater than him. Always. He will never create a situation that is so great that you cannot overcome. God will never lead you into a destructive situation that you could not come out with the victory. Because the greater one is in the situation with you. You cannot enter a situation being dietic in God and then why? He dwells in you. Your body is his temple. So whatever happened to you, flesh and blood attacks the temple as well. So God dwelling in us. He said, 1 John chapter 5, you all know it, and verse 4 and 5, it declares that overcoming power dwells in the believer's spirit. Again, he said, whatsoever is born of God. I'm born of God. I'm not born of problem. I'm not born of situation. I'm not born of defeat. I'm not born of the devil. I'm born, and we are born of God, Jehovah God, the God that created something out of nothing, the omnipotent God, the almighty God, Emmanuel. We are born of God. I'm not born of, of barely making I'm born of a God that has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. You're born of God. That is big. That is really big. Your birth, your birthright, you have a right to overcome because you're born of God. God does not have defeated kids. All of our children are victorious. They walk in victory. They walk by faith and not by sight. We know who the God is. They know their father. The Bible said, God sent the spirit of adoption to dwell in his people so that we can call him our father. He is our father. We are born of God. Naturally, he'd be our spiritual father. We are born of God. He said, but whatsoever is born of God, believer, not flesh and blood, believer, spirit. See, uh, my power is not in flesh and blood. See, the church, Make them one of the biggest mistakes of trying to walk in flesh and blood. Uh-uh. No, we too wise. We have the wisdom of God. The Holy Spirit teaching us better than that. Oh my God, the Holy Spirit was sent to teach us. And my prayer for the Holy Spirit to teach me how to do spiritual warfare. Teach me, and I know the difference, but I need to be taught in my spirit that flesh and blood is not my problem. The spirit that motivates that person is the problem. And that's what God said. Whatsoever is born of God, we can overcome. We are born of the spirit of God. We are not born of flesh and blood. My spirit is born of God. 
God's spirit rest in my spirit. God's spirit just dwell in my spirit. Oh my God, what a God that we serve. That in this generation, he chose to come and dwell in us to help us, to teach us how to overcome. He sent the Holy Spirit to teach us how to have victory in our life. We do not know how to get victory. We only know how to walk in defeat because of flesh and blood. But there's someone, there's spirit that's dwelling in us, and it's the Holy Spirit that was sent to teach us. He's going to teach us how to have a victorious life. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Rely on what God has sent us to teach us, to help us. He said, whatsoever is born of God, the word. Just believe the word. Just look at that situation. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Do you know who my father is? Do you have any clue who he is? Do you know anything about him? Do you know how awesome he is? Do you know how mighty he is? Do you know that he can make something out of nothing? Do you know that he can speak to what he wanted to come into existence? Do you know anything about the God that I serve? Problem, I think you made a, a mistake here. You forgot the God that I serve is greater than anything that can touch me, anything that can around me. And not only that, have you forgot who's following me around? Do you forgot that mercy and goodness shall follow me all the days of my life? Did you forget that the host of angels are camped round about me? Have you forgot that he is Lord over all? That he is the supreme being over all power? Have you forgot that God said he can do a work and can't no demon, can't no devil stop him? Have you forgot? Or you think I forgot? No, I know who God is. And I know who I am in God. Not that because we live so righteous. Yes, we'll get to that. But his grace and his mercy have been freely given to us. His supernatural power and his authority has been freely given to us. And this power and this authority dwells within my spirit to overcome the world. See, the Bible says that whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. So that means that something in me, that dwells in me, that can overcome the world. Right? Say amen. Something in me, something that's dwelling in me. He said, whosoever, uh, whosoever is born of God can overcome the world. That means God is basing it on what is in me. He's basing it on my birth. I'm born of God. God said you can overcome the world. Whatever the world spit out, whatever the world come up with, always remember, hey, I'm greater than that. I can overcome because greater is he that is living in me than he that is in the world. I have the excellency of the power of God dwelling in me. The fight is not mine, it's what's dwelling in me. And whosoever, whatsoever is born of God, whatsoever is born of Elohim, the strong creator, God. For whatsoever is born of God can overcome the world. And he didn't stop there. He said, and this is the victory 
the victory that defeat the problem, the victory that overcome the situation, the victory that overcome the difficult and all the other problems that come in your life is our faith. Is our faith in what God has done for us on the cross. It is our faith. It is our faith what God has done for us. And not only that, God has given us either faith to believe him. The victory that defeats the problem is our faith in what God has done for us. What God has done for us in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit the spirit of freedom freed us from the law of sin and death. No more ruler. No more ruler over my flesh and blood. The spirit of God that dwell in us have freed us from the law of sin and death. To live, we have been free to live in the fullness of the Godhead. We live in the fullness of the Godhead. Godhead. Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Okay. In him, in Christ Jesus. We are in him. We are born of him. We are awesome people. The church cannot be defeated. We defeat ourselves with what we think. But in the book of God, the church should never know defeat because of what God done for us. Not only for what he's done, but for who he is in us. He dwell in us. His power live in us. We are the church. He said, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And in verse 10, say, and ye are complete in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Hey, we are some people. No wonder God called us more than a conqueror. He said, nay, in all these problems, <laughs> all these situations, all these difficulty problems, all these circumstances that's going on, we are still more than a conqueror because we are completing him. And today we, I just pray at the ending of this teaching that God, the Holy Spirit, has said something to your spirit to get you up and going again. Trust in God. Stand it up in your God-given image. And I'm just going to pray a quick prayer for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for sending the Holy Spirit, God, to teach us, to guide us, God, to show us, God, to bring things to our remembrance, God. So when the enemy come in, God, the Holy Spirit will remind us you are more than a conqueror. You can overcome that situation. You are born of God. You are overcome. And stand up in your God-given image and face your enemy like a natural woman, like a natural man, because you sure to win. The victory have already been won. And God, we thank you. We give you glory and honor for all that you've done for us in Christ Jesus. We will stand our ground. We will not back up. We will not give up. We will not give in. We will not faint because we will see the harvest come to pass. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen.